technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Joined today by Karen Chan, the Staff Vice President at National Government Services. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. So let's start with how is National Government Services able to capitalize on available federal data and emerging technologies to identify and address care deficits? Marianne, it is so important to us to deliver data-centered insights to real-world healthcare problems and offer solutions to our federal customers. We have an NGS data team. It's made up of biostatisticians and data scientists who utilize public and restricted data sources to make sure we're comprehensively analyzing care gaps, which ultimately enables us to really curate the right education and outreach services for our providers. We have a specialized team dedicated to exploring technological advancements in the areas of AI, machine learning, and natural language processing. They're called our NGS Labs team, and they're essentially a research and development effort contributing to our progression in this space, which really allows us to proactively detect patterns and care deficits on massive data sets. We also leverage a human-centered design approach to collaboratively work with our key stakeholders to ensure our initiatives meet the needs of the federal government. By leveraging cloud and AI, we we have access to a tremendous amount of insights that can really help us identify and address care gaps quicker and more accurately than we ever have been able to do in the past. Okay, so now how does this process advance the equitable healthcare practices throughout the federal government? Well, for our work with the Health Resources and Services Administration is, is really an example of utilizing data and technological advancements to equitably distribute COVID-19 vaccines, testing kits, and therapeutics to underserved communities. It really is an unprecedented program. It's purpose-built to equitably vaccinate the nation's vulnerable populations by working collaboratively with multiple stakeholders, including health centers, um, primary care associations, and states to augment the supply with federally allocated vaccines. We use analytic tools and methods to identify health centers serving highly vulnerable population areas to ensure their ordering or showing optimal administration rates. And the program utilizes both qualitative and quantitative statistical analysis to develop informative and actionable reports for outreach and education to really increase health center participation and vaccine administration. As the HRSA program processes have matured over time, key performance indicators are being identified and consolidated 
to visualize relevant trends in data and behavior through a program dashboard with the ability to really drill down multiple layers of data to view key equity program metrics that include total number of vaccinations and demographic information, including age, race, and um, ethnicity. For our Centers for Medicare and Medicaid customer, we've supported and continue to support care deficit projects, including one that targets increasing diabetes self-management behaviors in Medicare populations living in high-risk areas in the New York City region. So based on um, comprehensive analysis of CMS data, a lack of utilization of medical nutrition therapy and diabetes self-management training services was identified, which provided an opportunity to close a care gap among this very diverse urban population. Leveraging data sources like the CMS um, mapping and Medicare disparities tool, coupled with uh, claims data that we have access to, we found that New York State has the highest prevalence of diabetes in the nation for Medicare fee-for-service beneficiaries, specifically with certain zip codes and counties in New York City driving that disparity. And these insights really allow us to identify the problem, formulate a tailored solution, and then monitor and track progress real time. Okay, Karen, so what would be the impact if this practice was implemented at scale and is such an undertaking even possible? I think the ramifications for the expansion of efforts around diabetes, for example, if implemented beyond New York State, could be significant for Medicare beneficiaries, as diabetes has links to heart disease, stroke, end-stage kidney disease, blindness, and death. Over 37 million people have diabetes in the U.S., with 49% of that population over 65, over the age of 65. Medicare beneficiaries can support their monitoring and controlling of their diabetes with proper education from a registered dietitian for medical nutrition therapy or an accredited diabetes self-management training provider. The education helps to promote positive health outcomes. It's a really vital component to self-management of each beneficiary's diabetic diagnosis. It is feasible for NGS to have an even bigger impact by analyzing data available nationwide to prioritize addressing higher risk zip codes and populations and continuing to promote the support of management of this really highly prevalent chronic condition. And benefits of self-management are significant. You know, it includes reduced hospital admission, readmission, as well as emergency room visits. And effective blood sugar management can reduce the risk of eye disease, kidney disease, and nerve disease by, by over 40%. And it, as one of NGS's key strategic priorities, I really look forward to continuing to lead initiatives like these and identify and address care gaps for the federal partners that we serve. Thank you so much, Karen. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, visit www.fedhealthit.com and click the Listen to Fed Health IT for this and the rest of our shows. Or check us out on your favorite podcasting platform.